All right, Lori, Lori brought me something to here today, and I thought they were French fries. I got excited. <laughs> French and fries and hummus. I thought that was cheese. And then I was just like, wait a minute. They're, they're, not, they're not French fries. They're, what, what are these things? Hickama. J-I-C-M-A. Hickama. Yeah. Hickama. J-I-C-A-M-A. Is, is that like a root, a vegetable? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you brought me some hummus to dip in, so mm-hmm. it's okay. I mean, you can't eat anything without hummus. It's off. Yeah, exactly. You're you're offsetting the disappointment of these not being French fries with the fact that you <laughs> oh, brought me hummus. That's how she cut them, though, which so, is very yeah. They're, they're shaped like. like French fries. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. This is okay. called a, what is it? A hickama? Hickama. Hickama. What kind of nutritional give you, a hickama, you know, values hickama. properties uh, are in well, this? I'm sure it's a vegetable. Well, probably like, well, it's a, a, like a vegetable. carrot or a radish. Yeah. Okay. Like a radish, so it's got your vitamin C's. Um, the hummus is delicious. Mm-hmm. The actual jicama, though, it doesn't have any flavor. It doesn't really have much. He said flavor. the hummus is delicious. Yes, yeah. I just said nothing about the jicama. The jicama is just—it's real earthy. The hummus is a way to get the jicama in you. Yeah, it's just a—it's just an earthy, yeah. rooty kind of vegetable, I guess, mm-hmm. right? But it's not um, like radish is a little spicy. It's yeah. not spicy. It's just fresh. Yeah, there's fresh. not really any flavor to it. Mm-hmm. But with the hummus, it's actually really good. Yeah. It's a way to, way to get you. some veggies in you. You introduced me to a new vegetable, Lori. <laughs> That's my Thank goal. You. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to Listen and Learn or Not. It's our little podcast. And I know it's rude to talk with your mouth, but my mom always tells <laughs> me. Totally but things you guys, start out. the introduction and tell everyone who you are. Uh, well, I'm Lori, Coach Lori, and I'm still upset about straws. So upset. Oh, about paper no. straws. Why are you so upset about these straws? Paper <laughs> straws. I mean, you can't, it doesn't, it, it's wrong. So I went to buy a glass straw. They're like fourteen bucks. So but they last forever. Yeah, not with me. Well, you sure break them. I break them. So I bought a metal straw for four dollars, and you got to buy a brush. You know, yeah. got to keep them clean. I actually like those straws because they're you can use, they last forever. Yeah, but you're saving the planet. Okay. Yes. yes. So you're saying that you know you spending a, an extra four dollars on a straw. That's too much to ask? No, no. I'll, Come I'll, on, Lori. I'll, I'll keep it in my purse. But hey, this is what the Italians are doing. Wow. I'm, hey, I'm Italian. So you're going to be doing this. My people Linguini. are on to good things. Linguini. <laughs> Linguini. With the hole Come in it. Chef. It's like a spaghetti noodle, but it has yeah. a hole all the way through it. Yes. The, the, They're using them as straws. The technical term for that kind of pasta that my grandmother used, who came over from Italy, was it's furad. Fudad. They're it's, using it's, them as straws. A, the, the title that you'll see when you buy the pasta, if you buy it in the store, if you find it, it's kind of hard to find, is percatelli. But mm. the Italian grandmother translation of percatelli pasta is fudad. And you got to right. you, you add that extra fudad. Like his yeah. hand, his hand, like is yeah. uh, if you can like only see up the, in the air, the Italian I feel like you're cursing at us. So that's Lori. She doesn't want to save the planet with straws. <laughs> no, that's Anna D, yes. who is queen <laughs> of all trades here probably. at the radio station. <laughs> you are a. Are you are okay? You, you know what she did. Are you anti straw? Anti plastic straw? I don't or give a crap. I, I just would you, you use pasta? I, but you know what? Would uh, you use pasta? As would a I use pasta as a straw? Yes, I would. I I guess, but I I don't know. I mean, on hot on hot things, it would just noodle up the I only mean. the only thing the only thing about the pasta is it would get soft yeah after right. you use it i i'm talking i i think those uh the plastic like the metal straws that like the permanent yeah. straws well, that you wash afterwards yeah. those are great they i had, love those they had neoprene too what? neoprene wait what's neoprene uh, yeah I don't it's even know that it it's like what you put around a, a a beer can that kind of oh yuck like a that koozie? foamy stuff like a koozie, koozie? yeah kind of like oh. that weird what? i know Oh, I don't so, think so. I, I got to tell you what Anna did for me the other day. <laughs> what? I have horrible handwriting. I'm left-handed. 
You you know I have. Oh yeah, you do. I, oh, that you, means you're, you're creative. You have a lot of, you you have a lot of right great, brain. great qualities, Lori. But, but handwriting, handwriting sucks. So I was signing a card for someone and I wrote the wrong name. Oh, I hate when that happens. And then I tried to fix it. You didn't so know your it, own name. It, it was for the person. Oh, oh. So Anna, I I'm like Anna, help! And she's like. I can turn that into a cake. And a she what? made it into a birthday cake. I drew, I drew a cake on her scribble because she scribbled it. So, uh, you know, there's everybody's signatures are already on it. So yeah. to have to start over would stink. Sure. So she's like, she had this scribble on top of her message. And she's like, I don't know what to do. And I was thinking, well, we could either, uh, you know, white it out, which will probably look worse. Yeah. Or Noodle. I could. I can make a cake out of your scribble. So she made a cake. So random fact about Anna D. She's a very good artist. Yes, she's a very know. good artist. Tell and us that, about you know, your wall. It doesn't surprise me that uh, that you were able to do something like making that little scribble and turning it into a birthday cake. Right. She's right. done a whole wall here at the radio station. It's like yes. a mural, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, like a mural. Mm-hmm. So when it was uh, first ninety eight nine, the rock station. Mm-hmm. Um, we did um, just we, a meaning bunch her. of, okay, me, but yeah, we so uh, cartoonized a lot of the rock stars that have been in a certain television shows and um, and just kind of went from there. Now it's a country station, so we're putting country on there and it's looking pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. Now she's drawing trucks and cows and horses. Yep. <laughs> and birthday cakes. And, and birthday, birthday cakes. cakes. <laughs> oh, this is so good, by the way. Isn't Thank it you, good? Lori. Oh, see, yeah. now he likes it. Mm. Mm. I just like the hummus. taste. Once the hummus is gone, there's going to be some of these left. <laughs> right. <now>. right. <laughs> and then you'll get them. <laughs> yeah. I could eat, honest to God, I could eat, you know, the, the tubs of hummus that says family size on it? Oh, the big ones. I could ones. eat that family size hummus in one sitting. What? I, I believe it. I could eat it. easily. I can just dip. And if you see how much I scoop up with I one. I did see that. I will. I have love, a little. Have a little hickama with your hummus. I don't even need <laughs> anything to eat with my hummus. I'll spoon it out. I'll just eat it with the spoon, and I'll when, just down When it. did you discover hummus? Because you probably didn't have no, it when you were a kid. It's actually a newer, I'd say in the last eight years. Yeah, I figured. Seven or eight years. Because I can't imagine you as a kid liking garbanzo beans. <laughs> I remember when it was, we moved to Seattle in 2012. We lived in uh, Reno, Tahoe before this. And it was when we, just before we moved, I found a little store in Reno and I tried hummus. My wife made me try it, and I really, really liked it. And that's the first time. That was around 2011, so 29, so about eight years ago. Yeah. About eight years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, and I like I it just, with I the— it. Mm-hmm. We like putting olive oil in it, mm, and yeah. um, yep. I'm kind of digging when people decide to put red pepper, mm-hmm. bell pepper, mm-hmm. you know, add that kind of stuff or in garlic. it. garlic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Garlic, for sure. That shizzle. one's just a plain one. I like the pine nut hummus. Oh, yeah. Any, like the good. spicy, really all, any kind of hummus. Mm-hmm. I had a jalapeno, cilantro. Oh, cilantro, uh, my goodness. Uh, hummus, it was it was fantastic. But yeah, I could eat, you know, the family size. I, every time I see it, it's just like, I, I just chuckle. <laughs> it's like, how big is the family? In right? my house, it's a one-person <laughs> family. The big Costco tub. <laughs> hey, He's Costco. I can tub. eat that family size hummus. In two days, it'll be gone. <laughs> AJ wants a bucket of hummus. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's But yeah, you're right. It's kind of a new thing, at yeah. least for me. I never even thought, I never even heard of hummus. Really. I never Not, thought about yeah, it. Yeah, me until neither. Until like seven, eight years ago, and it just yeah. kind of caught on. Did you mm-hmm. like 
garbanzo beans growing up. Kind of like avocado toast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. How Never weird really is that? I avocado toast, but I love avocados, mm-hmm. and I just started putting on toast one day. I'm like, damn, this is good. <laughs> and it's help, it's what healthy. What do you put on there besides avocado spreading? That's uh, it. Spreading. I, I put, That's it? I've, for, t- for toast, it's avocado and some hot sauce on the, ho- on Ooh, the, on the of toast. Of course. Or, or, or cottage cheese. Oh, yeah. With the avocado? I will make... Like, I believe I'll, that. I'll put two pieces of toast, spread a layer of avocado, and a layer of cottage cheese, and some hot sauce. And I'll tell you what, I am happier than a you-know-what in you-know-where. <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> were, were you the kid that used to have cottage cheese and then put, like, that canned peach in there, it, right in the I, middle? You know what? I don't mind the fruit in cottage cheese, but I've always just been a, like... I like cottage cheese, like with uh, it dips sort, sort of like wheat thin or a triscuit or some kind of cracker yeah. in it. Yeah, or something he just crunchy. eats it. He just brings it in. I mean, it in really, it's basically just cheese. Oh yeah, I just eat the whole thing. Just yeah, eat it. Yeah, plain. I I like it with fruit. I like it like with uh, with the chips. Something mm. crunchy. If I can have something crunchy to scoop in there, oh man, that's great. So- and <laughs> and here's another random weird thing about me. I eat, and I have eaten. Almost every day of my life since I was 10, every day. eating a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Every day? Almost every day. I rarely miss eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Sometimes that'll be my breakfast. Sometimes it's my go-to for lunch. Sometimes if I'm looking for like a late night kind of, I'm hungry, but I'm not real hungry, I'll have a half a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Did you put cottage cheese in it? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> a lot of times I do. Yeah. Pe- peanut butter and jelly with so cottage cheese. I, I I'm telling ask you, you. I love it. I have to ask you then. Yes. Now we've just taken up like three minutes of cottage cheese time. <laughs> why do you think the word curd, loving cottage cheese, why do you think curd is such a gross word? We brought this up earlier today. Curd, Some, a bad someone word. said, <clears throat> let's talk about lemon curd. And the, the, I don't know, the word curd, it just doesn't say, it, it's. Because it's, it rhymes with. It's kind of nasty. <laughs> yeah, it exactly. Kind of rhymes with, it rhymes with turd. So I go, you go, my brain goes right there. And whenever time I see like small curd or la- large curd cottage mm-hmm. cheese, I'm always like, you know, curd, gross. But mm-hmm. a lot of people think cottage cheese is nasty mm-hmm. in itself. Yeah. Uh, but Isn't yeah. It kind of the leftover. <clears throat> the curds are the leftover of. It's, yeah. Something. It's, it's. It's, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, anything with the word erd in it yeah. is, 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 has a negative connotation. But Nerd? Turd? Right. That's true. Bird? That is true. <laughs> Bird. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I've eaten cottage cheese since I was a kid, and I grew up with it. Wow. Peanut and it was, butter. and It was always cheap, and mm. we always had it, and it's just something that I... I don't know. It was available everywhere. It was. A school cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Next had, door neighbor. Uh, like, do you, like, okay, that's my weird food. Do you have a w- weird food combination that you that you love, that you enjoy? Like my a, sister growing up, I could never get on board with this peanut butter and pickle sandwiches. Oh, oh she yeah. and her, She and our neighbor girl loved them, and they really? still do. Peanut butter so and pickle sandwiches. So it wasn't sandwich. just a pregnancy thing? It no. Something Since they, they were like eight or nine, and I, I was just like, no way. Oh, I never even liked pickles till later, but still, I don't. Peanut butter I and pickles. I, I can't. I yeah. can't. I can't. I can't fathom that one. Mm-mm. Okay. Do you have anything? I do, and you guys are going to gross out probably, or just feel like this is okay. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, oatmeal and tuna. What? Oh my God, that's horrible. <laughs> are you? Don't you get on me about my cottage cheese and peanut butter and jelly you know, sandwiches? What the hell is wrong with it? Because oh, it's just no. oatmeal. I mean, oatmeal is like a like it's like a, a grain of rice or whatever, right? Like you can it's a it's a starch. So to put a protein with a starch, 
Uh, you're killing me, Anna. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's well, not I mean, that now, bad. hold on. Now you're kind of sort of making. Do you eat that for a snack? Huh? Do you eat it for a snack or a meal? Uh, oatmeal? Uh-huh. Um, it was like a meal. She eats me. it when she wants her husband to stay away. <laughs> 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 when, when she wants the oh, hubby to stay on. far away. <laughs> break out the tuna. Break out the oatmeal. Well, she it is Asian. give me gas, people. I need, me some, I need some me time. That's what Nana needs, some me time. <laughs> she just breaks it out. The kids go one direction and her husband go the other. It's not that bad, folks. Oh, not that bad. Well, actually, now you mentioned, you know, that you said the oatmeal it's a grain it's a starch mm-hmm. and then you got the protein i, I kind of but here, it's, it's the whole why. breakfast lunch thing yes. it's, and I, right yeah and I'm yeah thinking, i won't have it for dinner but like for a oat, quickie yeah i'm thinking oatmeal with milk and some sugar <laughs> and or tuna some, or some fruit <laughs> and tuna i'm okay. like no i can't I go there and the, that stuff just the tuna okay. oh my gosh well, i i think <laughs> It's probably a good reason why Anna D hasn't made friends in a while right there. <laughs> uh, I'm okay with it. But the average American, I, I was reading about this, has not made a new friend in five years. Wow. So that's the average on average. And this is a study How done about you? with a few thousand, like 4,000 people. Uh, the average American said they have not made a new friend in five years. I haven't made many in five years. I'll be honest with you. It's hard to make friends when you grow up, isn't it? It is. It's, it, is. it gets harder, especially when you have kids and you're working and doing all these things. I mean, mm-hmm. I've made, I can count on one hand how many friends I've, new friends I've made in the past five years. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is interesting. How about you, Anna? It is. No, I have not made friends in probably 15 years. And Just f- kidding. 40- yeah, because your kids are in school, so you have <laughs> yeah. to make some I mean, mom yeah, friends. you do make mom friends. I mean, and you don't, we don't go out and do the things we used to do mm-hmm. when right, we not, were younger, like go out to the kid. bars mm-hmm. or go out to the, you know, socialize as much. So we're kind of in our routines with home and work and you know with our with our circle of people that we have so we don't really go outside that circle that mm-hmm. much right and and sometimes i find myself getting in that circle and and needing to get out a little bit mm-hmm. and yeah. even though we haven't made a lot of friends it's good just to get out even just to talk to different people yeah so we try to do that but i can i can kind of see how uh this this is uh this is the case and uh, of those 4,000 people surveyed, almost half of them said they have trouble making friends because of introversion or just being shy. Um, a third of adults blame their lack of new friendships on the aversion to the bar scene, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. We just don't go out and socialize. Right. You, know, you can meet so many people just going out and having a couple of drinks or mm-hmm. you know whatever, just hanging out and playing some games or whatever. Uh, and then 40, almost half the people surveyed said uh, they would go out of their way to make new friends if they knew how <laughs> or had more opportunities to wow. do so. They're searching mm-hmm. for more opportunities. So I think that's something that we have to kind of keep in mind. And like I said, I get into this you know, our circle mm-hmm. of friends and family and work and, and, and home. And you just, it's easy to kind of just stay in that routine and not get out of it. And you find yeah. yourself, you know, just going to the same thing all the time. Well, and then you feel too busy for a new friend. Yeah. Or too tired when yeah. you have a kid. When, when I was a single <laughs> like, mom, yeah. yeah. when I was a single mom, you know, I met a lot of other moms, but unless we were all doing something together, I was home mm-hmm. at night yeah. with my kids, you know, and so it's like I unless they would come over to my house or whatever, it was really hard for me to to spend time. And then once they're gone, you don't have that whole school system. And so but for me, you know, I started working with the homeless. So I've got a whole city of friends right sure. now. Sure, yeah. <laughs> they well, love Coach Lori. <laughs> <laughs> and well, you do so much for them, too. And, and more on, on your uh, life tip of the day, a little bit more about that in a bit. But. Uh, that's just something that I, yeah, that I saw today that I thought was interesting, and I was just like, yeah, you know what? I 
I really haven't made that many friends in the past five years either. Well, you and know, a couple that like, I can think of. That's it. Anna and I talk about kids making friends is really different because they're doing it on games. Yeah. And so it's not they're not going out and doing stuff with friends. They're meeting them online. Mm-hmm. But it's a whole new era. Right? Yeah, playtime is uh, is video games. Uh, d- uh, Playdates mm-hmm. are now video games for at least the kids my ages or my my kids' ages mm-hmm. who are teens and middle school. So they're playing like <laughs> their playdates are their uh, as a teen. It's not really a playdate, but it's, right. it's hanging out is so like your your kids are in their house and then other kids are in other houses and yeah. various parts of the country. Right, and they're right. just making friends that way. Yeah, but they're not yeah. really socialized. That's not really socialized. Right, right. Now, so that's- luckily, like my kid, one of her video game friends, they're gonna go out on Saturday. Yeah, but you know, for bowling and stuff. But you know, it just seems rare. Like they won't do it every single weekend like we used to do as kids. I can maybe. see how that could be kind of like a, a vicious cycle, and and, and be, mm-hmm. I don't want to say the, dangerous is the word, but I guess kind of dangerous because as they grow up, you want to make sure they're able to socialize with people and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. be around other. You know, I mean, how to interact with people. Well, I, I tell yeah. I tell Lori how worried I am about mm, about yeah. that. My kids not having enough of that, and wh- I swear, I feel like uh, since they were babies, we did everything we could to make mm-hmm. sure that they had social skills. Yeah, you know, set having them out all the time. I just look my my Facebook just pulled up all this these pumpkin patch moments. <laughs> you know, of uh, all of us just going yeah. together and mm-hmm. and doing that stuff, and you know, and some of it with their friends. And now it's kind of like, well. Well, you know, I'm talking to my husband now, and I'm like, hey, what are we going to do, yeah. you know, with the social skills that they have no longer want to really be a part of? Mm-hmm. And I think, you you know, well, my husband said, um, well, you know, this is the world that they live in now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and there's going to be a time when they're going to have to teach us how to socialize online right. uh, appropriately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he kind of, you know, yeah. kind of threw it back in my face. Well, yeah. and you can go to school online. You can go to college online. Mm-hmm. And just think about when they started with texting and LOL, which for us, a family of hairdressers, was little old lady. And suddenly we're getting texts <laughs> with LOL and this and that. And it's like, I can't understand. <laughs> so why are yeah. we LOLing? That is hilarious. I um I don't know. I, I think it's important to learn social skills, but that'd be mm-hmm. that'd be a hard thing to to, to deal with for me. I, I don't know how Well I you're would... gonna be facing it. Here. I know. I know. I mean you you take he goes out to the mountain, he goes out in the water. I mean he is an active outdoor kid. Yeah. But as you know, as society is growing, but I went to see Dr. Caroline Leaf, who I love. She's a scientist. Okay, and she said we have the loneliest generation of kids Ooh, because I would think they so. think they're friends with all these people, but they're not getting the physical interaction. You know the, mm-hmm. um, you know the looks when you tell a story, or you know, and you can you can fake it online to be anything you want, but when you're in person with a friend, mm-hmm. they see all your warts, you know, and yeah. decide to still be friends with you. And so she said that's why teen suicide's on the rise. Oh, sure. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we've seen that, Anna. We've we've just, it's felt like for a while, every week we were hearing of another, mm. you know, teen suicide. Yeah. So get them out. Kick them out of the house. Just give them the boots. Be like, get out. Turn the computer off. Turn the, turn mm-hmm. your phone off. Go outside. Go do something. Let's go do something together. Let's do something together. Let's go yeah. outside. I, I, you almost have to forcibly do it. Yeah, well, and then... See, I've tr- 
tried that route. And you've I'll tried be and you've tried to like with some of their friends they go to school with, like, um, hey, maybe talk to their parents, be like, Hey, do you guys want to set up yeah, something? Yeah, something where we as can go simple as like a little neighbor knocking on our door asking if they could play and they'd be like, No, I'm in the middle of this game. Or maybe or... find an event like, Hey, let's go to the show or let's go to this concert. See, or let's it, go it to is the hard to it's hard to and... it's hard to force. Yeah. It's hard to force. Yeah. It's part it of that non-spanking yeah. generation, mm-hmm. you know, where, you know, now it's like if you force a kid to do something they don't want to do oh, at man. a certain age, then it's abusive and toxic. I'm getting, I'm getting anxiety just hearing about this I'm because sorry. I'm so, like, against all of that stuff. I know. But I mean, I just know. like, I just, ooh. AJ, I still stress out about it to this <sighs> day, and I, you know, I don't know what to do about it. I really honestly don't. Let's talk Christmas. Can we talk Christmas? What? I went to uh, I went to Walmart. I saw the first Christmas trees uh, oh. last week. So we, what's today? As of we are recording this is October tenth. So it was like the first week of October, first couple of days of October. I was in Walmart and oh. <laughs> ironically looking for Halloween decorations <laughs> no. for the house. Oh, I'm flipping the through Christmas- uh, through magazines right now. Out there, you'll see a, a Christmas magazine that I'm mm. flipping through between workloads. All the Christmas mm. trees were out. So what I did is I got some, and I made sure none of the workers were watching and i'm sure there's a video of me uh but i took i took all the <laughs> halloween decorations video. and i put them on the christmas tree <laughs> so i made a halloween christmas tree oh that's cool in walmart yeah no that's cool i, put a few. I didn't want to get did you, you take know, a picture i didn't take too long i did not take oh. a picture I, I oh they're looking I for you right now but i just put doctor i was like you know I what got an let's, APB out. let's focus on on halloween at well first. i love hobby lobby and mid-september they had all their christmas that's stuff crazy. Yeah. and there's people that are done with their shopping already yeah, some of those people like July. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll be done. I start, uh, you start and finish on Christmas Eve usually. Oh, well, where we work, you walk in and right there, how many weeks to Christmas right yeah. in your face every time you walk in the hallway because yep. we're the Christmas station. Mm-hmm. So. so we got, was eight, nine, ten weeks. So it really isn't that far oh, off when you gosh. think about it. We're about you ten weeks away. You have to put it away. that way. Because yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're mid-October right now, so we got ten weeks away. Yeah, See? which almost Thanksgiving is in it hit me in the face like Five a hammer, weeks. though, when I saw mm-hmm. those Christmas uh, Christmas trees up. I'm like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. This is re... Well, wait a minute. This is October mm-hmm. 11. At that time, it was like 11 weeks away. I was like, well, shoot. I guess it's not that... Yeah. Well, and Thanksgiving is late this year. Yeah, it's it is. the 29th. So it's going to... You know, usually people start doing stuff before Thanksgiving, but Thanksgiving is really late. So, so. less less shopping days. I always feel days. like that's, uh, that's on time because I always freak mm-hmm. out when it's like an early... T- in the early, like, 21st mm-hmm. or 22nd. Yeah. I always think that's wrong. So yeah, Black Friday is almost going to be November 30th, so almost yep. being December. Yeah, that's crazy. really. We're have a short Christmas season then, right? Yeah. Is that what it means? Yeah, yeah really, actually. So how you ladies, uh, what do you guys got going on in your world? I got a giant puppy now. The puppy that uh, I bought. He's giant? I mean, she's giant? How, it's crazy how fast dogs grow. Yes, it is. Dogs grow at an alarming rate. I picked her up the other day, and I was just like, what happened to the puppy? <laughs> and my wife's like, what? She's heavy, and she's big. <laughs> and I looked at a picture of her when I brought her home, and she's like a completely different dog now. Oh, my God. And it's been exactly a month almost since I got her. So I'm wondering if you want to talk a little bit about the training you've had to do to uh, have good boundaries between child and puppy. Ooh, oh, yeah, boundary. I remember that's that drama. Been, that's been tough. And I've gone in this month. The experiment of having a puppy and a child, a toddler, a four-year-old, uh, has has been has been great, and it's been not so great. No, it's been nightmare, horrible. not so it's been, great. Or... It's been a pain in the ass, mm-hmm. and it's been a wonderful, wonderful thing. So mostly what? Wonderful or nightmarish? At, at the beginning, 
nightmarish. Ugh. The first couple of weeks were were very. I'd say the first week wasn't too bad, but like the second week on, that was a bad week because he would not leave the dog alone, mm. and then the dog would clip him, and he would hit the dog. Mm. And he one time he kicked the dog and sent me through the roof. <laughs> I mean, I was no. And then he did. He did it a couple times. And I was I was this close. I honest to God, you guys, I was this close to bringing that dog back. Yeah. Uh, and it, he it was just it, he needs he needed time to understand what the dog was doing, why the dog was doing it, and how he could help us not make the dog act like that. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a whole process yeah. when you have a kid like a, a toddler and we have a toddler Max is is uh he's a great kid but he is very um well, he's very loving. Strong-willed. He's a very yeah. strong-willed loving boy mm-hmm. uh, and he wants to do things, you know. He wants has to he has to experiment with everything. Mm-hmm. So we're oh. giving him jobs to train the dog. Mm-hmm. His job is to feed the dog. He can help pick up the poop. So that's Kind of taking his, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Contact. His, uh, yeah, his uh, his bad activity towards the dog. And it's turned it more into like, oh, oh this is a, a way that I can help the dog. Yes, you help mm-hmm. understand how the dog can react to you. And, you know, yelling at the dog and chasing the dog is only going to get the pup worked up. And then it's going to want to chase you. And then puppies like to bite. And then they're going to clip you, <laughs> not because they don't like you, but because that's what puppies do. But honestly, that's the best way to teach a kid boundaries. Yeah. I mean, I know it's hard, but look, it's not as bad now, is it? it it's not. Yeah. It's, it's only sparingly now uh but man there was a time mm-hmm. that i i was ready to bring it back because it was non-stop it was either the puppy was going crazy the kid was going crazy <laughs> or all i want to do is have a cup of coffee before i go to work <laughs> and i couldn't do it you know because either the kid was hounding the dog or the dog was jumping around or peeing on the floor or <laughs> crapping everywhere <laughs> and the dog's actually been very good with potty training we've only had a handful good. of accidents over mm-hmm. the whole month i am that's so awesome. I am so surprised at how good this dog has been with potty training. Mm-hmm. And that's actually been a great thing. The worst part of it has been adjusting the boy to the dog. So you know and, what, then? You are in good hands. You're in better hands than you could have been because what if the dog was not really yeah. uh, good about the, you mm-hmm. know, obedient stuff or whatever? Yeah, and that's know? helped a lot. And, then it would have been awful. It's it's a it's a lab healer mix, so she's a very smart dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. We get She knows how to sit. She knows how to lay down. She knows how to shake. She knows how to roll over. So she's picking up on tricks like that, and Max is helping with the training. And that's helped him, too. Okay. And I, I don't understand. And I think it stemmed from, because we have a cat, too. We've had a cat for a very long time, and he loves that cat so much. Mm-hmm. He'll hug the kitty, and the kitty doesn't do anything. So he thought the same thing with the dog. Oh. I said, no, oh. you don't. You can't hug dogs. You know, they're not going to let you hug them a little bit. And, you know, the dog will try to get away, and if you don't let the dog go, the dog's going to scratch you or bite you. And then you can't get mad at the dog for that. Right. And that's where the hitting came. And, he, you know, mm-hmm. the couple of times he kicked her, I was just like, oh, yeah. no, you would not do that to the dog. Yeah. Um, but I think that's where it came. So it was quite the adjustment. And I ain't going to lie. It was harder than I thought it was going to be. Oh, way harder, it sounds it like. It was harder than I thought you it was going to be. You did not even know that that was going to even be a thing. I didn't. There were so many times when I was ready to bring the dog back and yeah. give her a better home. Because I was just like, this, he is not ready for a dog. 
Um, but <laughs> still he, right now, though, do you feel like uh... I, I feel like he's gotten a lot better? Mm-hmm. Okay. It, OK, we're still working through some things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it's stuff that we can work through. And it, there's definitely light at the end of the tunnel. So mm-hmm. good. Good. So and he, the bottom line is he, he loves the dog. He loves his responsibilities that he has with the dog. He feels like it's you know, he's part of like ownership. Mm-hmm. He likes to feel good. like he's helping. So we've done that. And we went overboard with that, and I think that's really helping the, the process come along with it. Yeah. But, man, if you're thinking about getting a dog and you have a toddler at home, <laughs> you think twice. Either get the dog before you have a kid or get the dog after the kid's like six or, or seven. Or get an older dog that will know how to take care of itself and move away. Yeah. Yeah, because the oh, puppy just wanted, wanted yeah. to play, you know. Because oh. my granddaughter, who is now three, mm-hmm. is maybe autistic, but she they had a, a, the older dog. And so as she started to grow, she was, anytime that dog was laying down, she was laying on it. Yeah. Well, and that's what Max was that's doing. That's how she learned to walk. She just put her hand, it was a big dog, uh-huh. put her hand on his back and, and that's how she learned how to walk. And the dog, because the dog was older, oh, okay. he, he felt like he was taking care of her. Yeah. Aww. So instead of the dog running around and, you know, because right. we're like, okay, Max, stop laying on the dog. Stop chasing the dog. Stop doing this. <laughs> stop, stop pulling the dog. Stop doing this. And stop, 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 stop. That's all we were doing. I was just like. My God, we got such a peaceful house until this dog came in here. My wife's like, "Well, it's not the dog's fault." I was like, "Well, I know some dogs." So I was just like, "Man, oh man, if I had hair to pull out, I would have pulled it all out by now." But it is, it is getting better, and it really has been a, a great time. And, and we walk her, and um, when we're out there walking her, and, and, and Max is walking her, holding the leash, I, I just kind of look at them both. I'm like, "Man, this is really cool." Yeah, this is really cool, and and. Uh, it 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 was hard, man. It was it was it's tough to have a toddler and a puppy in the yeah. house at the same time running. I'm just around. glad that the puppy has had the temperament oh, for yeah. for for this. I mean, you know, because the one, what if it didn't? The one time that she clipped him, you know, I was just like he was squeezing her and he wouldn't let go. Mm. And sometimes you got to learn lessons the hard way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to learn it the hard way. Well, and, that's how they teach each other horses yeah. too. Yeah. Exactly. Invade my space, I'm going to bite you or kick you. So my recommendation, <laughs> listen and learn or not as any of this podcast. Yeah. If you can learn one thing from me today, take it from me, father of a four-year-old and a two, three-month-old puppy, don't get a puppy if you have a toddler. Just don't do it, okay? <laughs> and oatmeal and tuna are A-okay. All right. Now, Life Coach Lori, we call her Coach Lori. She is an actual life coach. She has a book called... Did not see that coming. And she has a podcast called... Enough. And then she's kind enough to join us on our podcast to give us something that actually you can take with you to be useful <laughs> in your life today. Your life tip of the day with Life Coach Lori Hardy. What do you have? Okay, so I learned the greatest thing from a broadcaster root, on Root, um, Jen Mueller. On Root Sports here in uh, Northwest, Seattle. yes. And she, you know, she interviews um, athletes. And a lot of times they're not very talkative. So she was talking about how to engage people for an interview. And one thing that she said that we just, all of us at this meeting were latched onto is when someone asks you, how are you? What do you say? Uh, usually, I'm doing all right. Doing fine. What do you say? Doing great. I'm fine. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or that, how are you? I'll say, how are you? And how are you? Right. Yeah, yeah. And that ends the conversation. So what she suggests is, especially if you're a small business owner, is when someone says, how are you? Say, I'm so great. I just finished a project and I just got off my podcast. You know, say oh. things that will engage people to go, oh, and like, have oh, a you conversation. Got a, oh, you got a podcast. Yeah, What's tell it me about, about it. Kind of a, 
So it gives, if someone's kind of an introvert, it gives them an opportunity to have something to talk to you about. Or maybe they'll even go, oh, cool, you know what I just did. So it it spawns conversation rather than fine, fine, bye, bye, you know, and that, that ties in perfectly to the people that are having trouble making friends. Oh, exactly. Yeah. are having trouble making friends, you know, over so the So we past... can make it easier by being brave enough to say something that we've done because we all think that's boastful, right? And sometimes is in our short circles of people and you're mm-hmm. having these little conversations, that's a great one. That's a that's Ooh. a great idea is mm-hmm. to kind of just pop with a couple of different things. Like okay, how- so let's practice. Okay. How are you, AJ? Oh, I'm doing great. I uh, signed up for another marathon. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm Whoa. going to be running the Seattle Marathon in December. Nice. Yep. Tell me more. And, Tell us more. Uh, I, almost, uh, I almost killed my child today. Uh, from sitting on the puppy for the 18th time after we <laughs> told him to stop. <laughs> but no, it's something like that. Just right. adding a couple so, of things to your day. Anna, how are you? Oh, doing great, Lori. I'm glad you asked. I'm looking through my new catalog full of Christmas stuff. Oh, Christmas. And I, I am so in the mood to, to decorate my home. Oh, so let me ask you this. Do you listen to Christmas music before or after Thanksgiving? Oh, way before. <laughs> See how great that is? I, I listen to the Christmas station of the nation. What, what Warm 106.9. 106.9. You don't even know what the station's called? <laughs> well, I know it's Warm 106.9, okay, but they, I don't know what the, the slogan is. I think it's uh, the, the nation's Christmas station. Don't even. Don't quit your the day job, Anna function. D. What's your function? Yeah. <laughs> Listen and learn or not. Thank you so much. Hopefully you picked up a little something today. We enjoyed the, uh, the time. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Anna. I'm AJ. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye.